listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 46. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the have you had enough caffeine yet? Yes. Jen Brownstone. Oh, you feel caffeinated enough. Yeah. What's that feel like? I don't A wonderful, amazing and blissful feeling. I can't relate. There's never enough caffeine. <laughs> Big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords for making this episode possible. This week, we're going to talk about some of our favorite vibrators for forced orgasms uh, that work for clitoral stimulation. So if you like forced orgasms for other stimulation, these might not appeal, but these are some of our favorites. We keep talking about them because they're our favorites. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS <laughs> and the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. All links are in the show notes and the show notes can be found at lovingbdsm.net. Just a reminder that our Patreon membership drive is going on now through February 15th. If you become a member or stay one during this time, you're going to get fun goodies in the mail in March. Yay! Uh, if you sign up for an annual membership during the drive, you get two months free. But if you don't want to do like a one lump sum payment and you'd rather do monthly, you can sign up for as little as $2 per month. Uh, when you become a member, you get extra content, extra access, and other fun perks. To get all the details or to sign up, just go to patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Okay. So I feel like all I've been doing for the past couple of months is talking about the toys I love, mm -hmm. but I'm kind of okay with it yeah. because especially right now at the time of recording, I'm still in recovery from surgery at the end of the year and I'm not really allowed to do anything. And so it's like, well, I can't do anything, but I can talk about it. There you go. Get so, yourself warmed up for when it's uh, for when it's time. I'm telling you, I'm gonna to go rumble. to that six week appointment. And the doctor's gonna be like, "Okay, clear." And I'm gonna be like, "Hell yeah, let's get this shit." <laughs> it's weird with arousal and libido and all that stuff. When I could have it whenever I wanted, I was like, Meh. and now it's like, "Oh no, you can't have it at all." I'm like, "But, but I kind of would like to. It would, <laughs> it would make me happy." especially some orgasm control, which is one of our mutual kings. It is. You love to be in control, and uh -huh. I kind of love to have that control ripped away from me. It does, I'll say, on forced orgasms, also touch on my masochistic side, because for me, mm -hmm. the more the orgasms start rolling in, the more painful they get. And so there's the lack of control. Yeah. Then there is the um, endurance test, which is what it tends to be. And then as you can't even tell one orgasm from another at a certain point, they become painful. And there's something a little delightful and delicious about that. Mm. And so forced orgasms with vibrators is totally my jam. Have you done forced orgasms with your tongue? Yes, you have. Mm -hmm. Have you done it with your fingers? Yes, you yep. have. Have you done it with your cock? Yes, you have. Uh-huh. But I love toys and I love vibrators. So here we are. So I thought <laughs> for podcast listeners, I've talked about this in so many other places, but podcast listeners that have not bored you to tears with my love of certain vibrators. So we gonna do that now. Uh, the very <laughs> top one that is always the top of my list has not been knocked off by anything else is the original magic wand. Yeah. Old school vibrator users will probably know it as the Hitachi. That was its former name brand name uh apparently with the hitachi 
or the original magic wand as it is now called. It's a mas- personal massage thing for muscle, back, legs, mm-hmm. whatever. Of course, uh, sexy people of the world perverted the fuck out of it. Repurposed it. And then it became so popular as a sex toy that Hitachi, the company, went, we would like to distance ourselves from this, even though it was like one of their top, top toy items. Um, and so Vibratex is the brand that owns it now. They've basically kept the design. They call it the original magic wand. Uh, the product itself has been around, I want to say 60s or 70s. Okay. It's over wow. 50 years old. I know wow. that. Uh, it is high powered. And I'm here to tell you, if you have a clit that can handle it, if you have a body part at all, quite frankly, because it can be used on any body part, the original magic wand, get the job fucking done. Oh, it gives some bang for its buck. It was the first (laughs) uh, sex toy gift you ever gave me. Yeah. We have used it in a a variety of ways, similar across the board, but still with some variations. So you have done a rope bondage harness and tied it to me. Mm Mm-hmm. You have um, used like our cuffs, uh, ankle and wrist to tie, strap me down to the bed with like leather cuffs and hooks and just applied it. Uh, you've had me apply it. We've put it between us during penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. It is one of those that it's loud. We have the original one that plugs in. It's super loud. So we can't use it when there's kids at home just in general, right. but also it is so powerful, even on the lowest setting, that I will scream my head off. So we cannot use it when anybody's home. <laughs> um, one trick that Betsy, Betsy, Betsy Dodson, Betty Dodson. Oh my God, I felt awful. I cannot remember her name. She's famous for teaching people how to use the Hitachi to masturbate. She re- died a couple years ago, I believe. But her top trick that she was teaching women in the 60s or 70s is to put a towel over your vulva and then apply the Mm. uh, magic wand. And I will say when I have clothing on or some kind of fabric over my clit and then the magic wand is applied, yes, it is. It's a little bit more bearable. Still going to scream my head off. I have screamed my throat raw, y'all. Like could not talk. Um, I'm begging. It's a miracle. When, stop. I'm <laughs> When we use it, I'm begging, and I'm never sure if I'm begging it to keep going or for it to stop. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there are other types of vibrators out there that are modeled around that, other mm. brands that are extremely powerful, can get the job done too. We just happen to have the original. So, yeah, top is always the original magic wand. I will forever recommend that. And by the way, I forgot to say this at the top. If you're interested in any of these that we mentioned, the links will be in the show notes page so you can go check them out. But just, yeah, take this as like an overview when you're out shopping too, if you're looking for something similar. You don't have to buy these specific ones to get the same results. Um, I also love smaller wand massagers. So the Mm. original magic wand has a big fat head and then a long handle that you hold under that's known mostly as a wand massager. It's big and it's loud and it's bulky. And I used to think that only the big ones could give me what I needed for forced orgasms. And then I met some small wand massagers Mm. and went, oh, okay. Sometimes it's not powerful enough. Sometimes it's cheaply made or poorly made or it's just not doing it for me. And sometimes it is 
maybe not as <laughs> gut-wrenching and scream-inducing as the original magic wand, but it is definitely powerful enough to do exactly what I want to do. And in the small ones, I'm more likely to use those during penetrative sex with JB because then he's doing his thing and I've got stimulation on my clit and we're all happy. And if I can just hold it there, I will get off and then keep getting off. And then he'll growl something sexy in my ear about not moving the vibrator. And I'm like, okay, now we're really into some kinky fun. And um, by the time I do sort of pull it away, even though it's small, I'm wrung out. So two that I have used and really like, one is called the Rhea by, on a site called V for Vibes. The other is called the uh, Bob, as in a battery operated a boyfriend from Too Timid. But there are so many manufacturers who make mm-hmm. these smaller wand massagers. You wanna look for something that talks about, especially with re- in reviews, powerful, um, probably deep or rumbly um, sensation, unless you really like lighter, buzzier vibration. If that's your jam, you'll wanna look for descriptions that talk about that. But with wand massagers, the selling point is usually that these are deep, rumbly vibrations. Um, if you are worried about being discreet, smaller is usually better. They tend to be quieter. Original Magic Wand is a fucking beast and it's loud as shit. But my smaller ones are super quiet and the only thing making noise is me. So um, I do recommend smaller wand massagers for this. Easier to use during partnered sex, quieter. Um, and some of them are maybe not exactly as powerful as the big ones, but powerful enough so that you can get the forced orgasms you want. The difference for me between a magic wand and anything smaller is the magic wand, I'm probably getting 10 to 15 minutes of play out of. It's gotta be part of a bigger scene. It can't Mm -hmm. be the whole scene. The smaller one, I can go for a lot longer with that because it's not as overwhelming. Now, the third, I've talked about this so many times for years, literally since we started playing with it, and I can't believe nothing has knocked it off this list yet. And that is the digit finger vibrator. And I would say that you can probably find finger vibrators by other companies that maybe can do the same thing. I talk about the digit finger vibrator because prior to that and since then, I have not played with a small teeny tiny vibrator that's powerful enough to do forced orgasms. The hardest part with a small Mm. vibrator like this is keeping your hand there because somebody's gonna have to hold it. This is not one you can pin between your body or close down over your thighs. Like you gotta hold it there and you gotta have the willpower. And I'll say this, that is one of kind of the sexy things about it is we're either having sex or I'm masturbating or something. And you're like, okay, don't move it. And it would be so (laughs) easy for me to move it. Mm -hmm. But now this is about the control of you being dumb and me being sub and I'm gonna do what you say even though I am dying inside <laughs> from pleasure, but still I feel like I'm about to come apart at the seams, but I wanna be the good girl who doesn't move her hand. And the reason <laughs> I like the digit finger vibrator over the others I have tried in the past is because it's the deep rumbly sensations, which Hot Octopus is really good at that. And then this particular vibrator has a rounded tip Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like there's a specific pinpoint of sensation right on my clit. That can be really painful really fast for me. It's more of that surround sound experience that I like. I want not just a singular 
uh, spot on my clit to get sensation. I want the whole damn thing to get it. And as small as that digit vibrator is, that actually of the small, small vibrators is one of the best hmm. that I've okay. used for that. Most of them are either too pointy, they're too whiny and um, buzzy, mm. um, or there's something about it that just doesn't feel good. But the digit, nothing has knocked it off yet. I'm waiting <laughs> to find one that is like somehow better, but it hadn't happened yet. There you go. Now, the next two are what are deemed couples toys because two people can use them together mm -hmm. as long as one of you is being penetrated. So uh, with a penetration, uh, vul vulva penetration. What are words? I don't even know how to do this anymore. Um, the one that took me by surprise was the We Vibe Chorus. Mm, mm -hmm. So it's basically like a U shape and one end goes into your vulva, one end sits outside of, into your vagina, one side sits on the outside of your vulva against your clit. And it feels okay, but what makes it a superstar is once there's penetration. So you could do this if you're being penetrated by a dildo, that's fine. Uh, so you could do it with um, single play, solo play. But we did it during penetrative sex. And I'm like, okay, these vibrations, they, they feel fine. It's okay. Like they're trying to sell, oh, you get G-spot and clitoral stimulation. I'm like, mm, I don't really care about G-spot, but sure. Okay, this is meh, meh. <laughs> And then you slid in and then I screamed. Yeah. Because literally my, both my G-spot and my clit were trapped between vibrations. Mm -hmm. And it was the most unintentional forced orgasm scene we've ever had and yet it was the most delightful a very pleasant surprise to say the least oh my gosh and the we vibe chorus we vibe makes several models kind of like this but this one what i liked about it actually comes with the remote control because as you can imagine once you have that thing in your vagina there's hitting the buttons to change is mm -hmm. going to be difficult so there's a remote control that has what they call squeeze technology so the irony of this is uh, the more excited and and uh, orgasmic things got, the harder I squeezed this remote. Well, what that meant for the remote was that the harder you squeezed the remote, <laughs> the more sensations you got, the more powerful the sensations got. It was like a boost. It was turbo boost for the vibrations. And so I was like coming unglued and I was squeezing the remote control, which was then just amplifying everything and so then I was coming unglued even more and it could not stop until you pulled out and that is when I got relief and you are no 30 second Sam over here okay <laughs> like we were going and going and I'm like my throat is raw I've got my we were not prepared for this so we didn't think oh we should be alone to play with this it's super quiet so mm. there, you know there was no reason for that but then I realized I was screaming and I had to put my face in the pillow in order for us not to get uncomfortable knocks on our bedroom door from children. Uh, it was a very pleasant surprise. Yeah. Highly, it's, it is one of those investment toys though. You're gonna spend a pretty penny on this thing, but whoo, it was so good. It was so good. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, I don't even know if this particular model is made anymore, but they have newer updated models. It's another hot octopus toy. It's the Atom Plus, which mm, is a cock yeah. ring with a vibrating section at the top um, so that if you're having penetrative sex with each thrust, that big, and it's kind of a bulky kind of vibrator compared yeah. to other cock rings mm -hmm. anyway, will hit the clit. And you are a mean, dirty rat bastard of a sadist. And so once you realized it was hitting my clit, 
right where it needed to, you would just thrust in and then you would grind against me. Bump and grind, baby. And I couldn't Bump and go grind. anywhere because the only thing behind me was the fucking mattress. So it's like, <laughs> I have to ride this until he gets tired of it. And then you would pull back and you'd end. Whew. And again, the hot octopus thing of the deep rumbly vibes. Mm-hmm. Now the problem with cock rings in general is that because every two bodies are made differently, it, there, pe- companies that make cock rings act like if you put a vibrator on the end, it will always hit the clit. It will not always hit the clit. Nope. Sometimes it'll be a little above, a little below to this. It'll be weird. So if you can find one that's either encompasses a large enough area without being unusable, like the hot octopus one, that's a large top to that cock ring. It's probably go- was gonna hit my clit no matter what. But then you have to pair it with the right kinds of vibrations. So like mm-hmm. there's cheapy, cheapy, cheapy cock rings you can get for like five to 10 bucks to have a teeny tiny little bullet vibe in them. If you know that that works for you, keep using it, have a good time. But I know a lot of people, myself included, who tend to be very disappointed in those. Um, and the Atom Plus, A-T-O-M Atom uh, from Hot Octopus was a very pleasant surprise. You liked it for you. Oh, yeah. And that was one you actually used until it died. Mm-hmm. Like, it just died, died. But when you would wear it for penetrative sex, it was, oh. Because oh. it was kind of that, they were deep, rumbly vibes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because you wanted to be doing your thing back and forth, thrusting back and forth. It wasn't like applying a vibrator to my clit and just holding it there. It got held there until I was, like, screaming. But then you would pull back and I'd get a little bit of relief. And it was not so overpowered that the next thrust down, it was too much. It it was actually a good one for grinding against while you were mm-hmm. while you were penetrating me. It was it was a good one. It was, <laughs> it was a good one. That's the hard thing with cock rings, though, is especially when they're built in vibrators, it's gonna be trial and error to find one that's gonna hit both bodies just right and feel just right and be worth the money. Hot Octopus is a brand we trust. I, if you've got the cash, always say try them first. But yeah, that's the unfortunate part of toys where you're trying to match two bodies together and everybody's hot spots get mm-hmm. hit. But for forced orgasms that were, I wouldn't say they weren't less intense. They were just differently intense. That's not an yep. expression, but y'all know what I mean. Um, it was a good one. It was a good one. Cause what would happen is you'd, come down in close and then I'd get to, we'd be all close and oh, it's great. But also the sadistic gleam in your eye was like six inches from my face. <laughs> y'all hear it, y'all hear it, y'all know it's true. Um, so I would say the thing about this is while we're sharing the ones we like, if if forced orgasms are your thing and you know your hotspot and you know the stimulation it takes to get there, finding a toy or a tool or a method that makes it easier and more fun and a pleasant surprise like the Wii vibe was, holy shit. Um, Go for it, do it. Um, Toys can be investments in your own pleasure. You have to think about your budget. You also have to think Mm -hmm. about the quality of the product you're buying depending based on the price and the reviews and blah, 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 and the materials and all of that. But Yes, for for anybody out there who's like uh, forced orgasms, yes, please. Highly recommend 
toys for that. You, you can do it with other things, but mm, toys can be so much fun if you can afford them. So those are our favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to recap, um, the Magic Wand, original Magic Wand, a.k.a. the Hitachi. Smaller wands are uh, can be as good if you find powerful ones. Um, the Digit Finger Vibrator from Hot Octopus, the We Vibe Chorus, and the Atom Plus uh, Cockering from Hot Octopus. Those are our faves for yeah. forced orgasms. And that is it for us this week. Uh, We will talk to you all again very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.